This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. All right, uh, everybody, thanks uh, for tuning in to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, our topic today is going to be all about interracial relationships, yeah. interracial, being an interracial couple in the swinger lifestyle, really excited to talk about this. And we got some special guests, um, to talk about that topic. But before we get there, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. Um, we still stuck in the house. Yep. Um, but, uh, we did have the opportunity. Did we talk about going to the beach before? No, we did not. No, we did have the opportunity so. to go to the beach. Yeah, we've that been to fun. the beach twice now. Yeah, that was awesome. How long did we even stay? We got there at like... We stayed a long time this time. We stayed like five hours. Yeah. We got there at like 10 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we left at like 5.30. Yeah, 5.30. Um, yeah, and we saw a lot of people come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, it was a really interesting experience because this is the first time we've been to that particular beach. We tried yeah. to go to the other beach that we went to before that we really liked, but it was closed. It was closed. And so, well, it wasn't closed. It was just full. It was at capacity. Yeah. And we didn't want to wait. No. Um, they were talking about waiting an hour and we wasn't really having that shit. Yeah. And we actually lucked up because like the two beaches are... I don't know what five minutes apart or yep. something like that. Sounds about right. And the other one had closed before that one, so they were closer to opening up. And like as soon as we were pulling up, they had opened up, and so we didn't have to wait, which was nice because the last time we tried to do that, we kind of had to drop around and wait for a while. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass because you can't even like park close by because there's mm-hmm. like no parking area and there's yeah. literally a ranger just waiting for motherfuckers to make that <laughs> <Right>. mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have to like drive around and like go to the other beach and then like see if they open and then come back to the beach. It's just a fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, But this time we really lucked out. But I got to say, I still like the first beach that we went to because this beach had a shitload of jellyfish. Holy fuck. It was a lot. Oh my God. We didn't get stung. No. Uh, We didn't get stung, which was great. But um, every, like people were getting stung right and left around us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so, and mostly innocent because mostly kids. Because I think kids, they just weren't, you know, they're just you know wild in the water so they're not paying attention and they're just jumping and diving and all that kind of stuff and so a lot of the kids kept getting stung by jellyfish yeah and it'd be a shame boy because you'd look on their faces and they just have <laughs> this horrifically painful look on yeah. their faces and i just felt so bad like i started i started conversations with some of these families just <laughs> just to make sure the kids were all right i was like yo it's just a jellyfish it's all right it's just like a bee sting <laughs> yeah You'll be all right. But these kids were in pain. Yeah. You could see it on their faces, and it was so sad to see. Um, but anyway, we didn't get stung, so a lot of them uh, uh, um, get washed, washed up, up on, on the, the beach. Yeah. yeah, and they look like fucking, they look, they look like jello. Yeah. Um, it looks like snot to me. But. Yeah, actually, in the water, it does look like snot. Actually, it, it looks like cum. It does. It looks yes, like cum it's in like the water. water. It's like I'm white and <laughs> viscous. Yes. <laughs> Look like somebody busted nuts in the ocean, <laughs> just swimming and fucking stinging you, getting yeah. stung by jelly nuts. All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, 
All right, so let's shout out. Let's shout out our patreons because I really got a lot to talk about <laughs> in this in this little intro before we get into the topic today. Um, all right, so shout out to Lene, Desi, Renee, Vision, uh, Rizzy, Jeremy, Mike, Jill, Derek, Texas, Bama, Bama, Redonia, <laughs> Clifton, Brown Girl, Silver, Back, Christy, Mister B, Nisha, Chadwick, Ricky, and our newest member Sydney. Appreciate all the all the support. Um, we have been able to buy some new equipment and there's a couple of other things we need that we're able to get. So shout out to all yeah. of those patrons. Thanks. And, and welcome to the patron family. Yeah. All right. Now, speaking of patrons, so we do have our band uh, tier um, and we have our band group, our BNK band group. Uh, and I want to shout out our, uh, our, our spotlight. So, <laughs> um, so I, I can't remember where this was. I think, I think I had posted a question asking folks, uh, um, what was the craziest shit uh, they screamed out during sex, or they heard their partner scream out during sex? Mm-hmm. Um, and what it, what was the response? Do you remember? There was a lot of responses, but one interesting one was um, farm animal noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the one of the, the female partner made a request, like let's make farm animal noises. And so uh, the guy was like, um, okay. So he gave a little oink oink. Mm-hmm. And she gave a moo in response. <laughs> so so I, I found it really interesting because when somebody says to you during sex, um, let's make farm animal noises. <laughs> so there's a couple of things that would happen to me immediately, right? <laughs> I would go, okay, what the fuck? That's weird. But you know what? Sex is weird. Yeah. So then my next thought would be, what animal do I choose? And like, why do you choose it? And I... <laughs> For some reason, I keep coming back. I keep coming back to cows. Like that, really? she chose cow. I would have also chose cow, <laughs> um, because it's an easy sound to make. Moo! Like if you, if it, like you can make a, you can make a moo sound that's yeah. pleasurable. Moo! You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and, and so that was my thing. Like, what what animal noise could I make sexy? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, like, like a sheep or a lamb, because like, I could be like, bah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> So I was like, but that seems like, you know, right. A doable one. (laughs) Right. No, that's that is actually really good. I would never have of course. That sounds sexy. All right, next time we fucking I'm gonna do that do do that sheep shit. (laughs) Um trying to think, like, can you make a a, a duck noise sexy? Like quack. Quack, bitch. All right. Um, yeah, that was that was funny. Um, <laughs> so yeah, our band spotlight. Yo, holla at black and kinky at gmail <laughs> Let us know what farm animal. <laughs> can people? Oh, we have a we have a number of phone numbers, so you can send us like a voice message. <laughs> With your sexiest farm animal noise? Oh, hold on. Let me pull up. Let me pull up my, my, this number because if we get some voicemails, I'm telling you right now, we're playing them on the show. We're playing them shits on the show, son. <laughs> yeah, so give us a call at nine three seven four six two zero seven four four. Again, nine three seven four six two zero seven. Four, four. I don't know why this is tickling me so much right now. Um, Please, we want to hear your sexiest farm animal voice. 
Uh, all right. So uh, our band Spotlight, thank you for our band uh, tribe. You guys really do make our day, um, and I hope we make yours. Um, all right. Next, uh, Facebook fuck shit. So what's been going on? Oh, there's so much going on in the world of Facebook and the fuck shit that it produces. Um, but one that I thought was most intriguing and um, funny was, uh, so a woman, well, I'll read it to you. So question, ladies, how do you feel about clothes slash shoes being passed down from child to child, but from different relationships? Being the fifth baby mama, I don't want shoes from the baby you had with her and the baby you had with the other girl. And assumably the other girl and the other girl. Right. <laughs> I feel disrespected. Am I wrong? I could see if we had two kids together and we passing things down like, like that, but this is not right to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Like, so my thing was like, bitch, what do you expect? <laughs> like you, you're, you're the fifth, the fifth. You are knowingly the fifth baby mama. Right. Mm -hmm. So just be glad that he's trying to do something. Right. Um, honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah, five. Um, right. We don't even know if we don't even know if he has five kids because one baby mama could have had like this two, is true. three. That's right. That's um, right. Which you know, it's it's epic how often this happens. But like you, yeah, got, so he could have more than five kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I've I've heard of folks who have like like just be glad you're getting anything. Like just, just, just be glad he's trying. Like he's trying to provide. That's like, right. If he, especially if he has more than five kids. Like what? What was your expectation that you were going to be taken care of? Man, this bitch just needs to be Polly. This is ridiculous. <laughs> right. Like right. just keep it in the community. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. See, we just need to introduce her to Polly. That's these right. are community. These are part of the the family's clothes. Mm -hmm. Our nesting group. <laughs> And honestly, when you got when you got some kids, like you can't fucking worry about that drama that's behind them clothes. Right. Fuck that. As mm -hmm. long as they fit and they clean. I mean, you're you're clearly okay with used dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're clearly <laughs> you're clearly more than fine with well used dick. So why would you not be okay with well used clothes? Take this hand me down dick, bitch. <laughs> like, quack, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes that's this this episode's facebook fuck shit right brought to you by the bell awesome thank you bell that was <laughs> awesome um all right so speaking of social media so you know now now i'm uh, obsessed with reddit there's actually a interesting uh, situation that was uh shared on reddit i'm gonna be vague but um uh there was a woman who apparently had a polyamorous relationship and mm -hmm. um she um she just she you know the guy welcomed this other woman into their relationship mm -hmm. um and apparently uh he got really close to this other woman and ended up getting that woman pregnant that would be the first child okay. uh, that he would have so and this is a triad this is a triad right so it's two women and one guy two women okay. and one guy uh, apparently the woman had tried to uh, meet other guys. You mm -hmm. know, she was willing to give this a try, but didn't quite work out because, uh, you know, she had a hard time 
getting other guys to accept this little situation she had going on. And the guys who would accept it were just not guys that she was feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very awkward situation. Um, But uh, the unfortunate part of this story is that uh, at some point uh, she got pregnant by the guy. Um, but so now that's, that's the second baby. That's the second baby. Okay. Um, but uh, she ended up making a very difficult decision um, because she had found herself breaking off from the relationship and eventually decided to um, have an abortion. Mm. Um, so uh, that was quite a horror story. Mm-hmm. Um, but she seems to be doing okay with it now and moving on. Um, but in, 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 interestingly enough, she did not tell her partner that she got the abortion or Mm. she was even pregnant until she actually did it, Um, which raises a whole other set of issues. Um, Because, you know, if, like, I believe in a woman's right to choose, Mm -hmm. but if I get you pregnant and you just abort a child and then tell me after the fact, we're going to have problems. (laughs) Yeah, We're going to have, like, we're going to have serious, like, I don't give a fuck what happens to my life for the shit that I have right now? <laughs> like, I don't care about my job. Yeah. I don't care about my property. I don't care about my accomplishments. I'm going full nigga moment on your ass. <laughs> yes. I'm going to throw my entire life away. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be able to recover from that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, really crazy situation. But that's not the thing I wanted to bring up. There was um, one post that I had uh, uh, threw in a swingers, uh, the swinger Reddit, asking about, um, similar to the topic we're going to talk about today, but about uh, any couples out there or any individuals um, that have experienced having another couple share a blatantly racist thing with them. Mm-hmm. Um uh, thinking that they were like comfortable so you could imagine like a white couple um talking to another white couple and you know this other racist white couple is just assuming that this white couple's racist so they're gonna be like yo i'm so glad to see you here all these other niggas in here crazy and you hear some shit like that and i was just like what do you even do in that situation mm-hmm. assuming you're not racist assuming right. you're progressive um does that happen and you know a few people um responded um but i, I wanted to shout out um shout out uh swinging down under because they had um they had given me some insight um uh because they're you know they're they're from australia so they bring an international perspective Mm -hmm. and so they were just sharing some of their experiences um and what i've come to realize is that you know it reminded me like when it comes to racism like there's racism in the united states but if you go to like japan Mm -hmm. or if you go to china Mm-hmm. Like you will experience racism that is unreal. Yeah, that is un- like you wouldn't even believe it. Like mm-hmm. people looking at you like you're a fucking alien. Yeah, um, and like going up and touching you mm-hmm. or trying att- attempting to touch you and stuff like that. Because a lot of times they've never seen people of color like in person, right. and maybe not even depending on where you are, like on television. Like mm-hmm. they've heard about people of color, but like they're these mis- mythical creatures. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so in Asian countries, when it comes to posting profile preferences, you know, I, I always, you know, I've always, I've, I've expressed and we've expressed our, um, uh, our feelings about people posting their racial preferences on their Mm -hmm. profile, like talking about like no black people or (laughs) we don't really, we don't really fuck Hispanics. Like if you speak Spanish, we cannot fuck you, (laughs) but as long as you don't speak Spanish, and you're white, 
we're all good, right? <laughs> right? People posting shit like that on their page. So I've been all, I've been really against that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, you know, they, they were just expressing that it's, it's actually, it seems like it's a little more normative in other cultures. Mm. Um, so I, I appreciated that. And, but, but I still like, I, it still made me think that if, if somebody rejected me off the bat because I was black, mm-hmm. that would really fuck me up. Like I would, really? I would really be hurt by that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, because it's different than saying that, okay, I'm, I'm really attracted to dark skinned people or I'm really attracted to light skinned people. Cause that's different. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cause there's some people out there that really like dark skinned niggas like me, <laughs> like they really like dark skinned niggas. I'm talking black, black. I'm talking like black, like, you know, when you're cooking hot dogs and you leave them on the grill too long <laughs> and you know what I mean? That, that yeah. other side, that non pink side, that kind of black talking about cast iron black <laughs> talking about like space black. <laughs> Okay, um, what the hell else? What the hell else is really Whoopi Goldberg's lip, uh, uh, lips, her gums? <laughs> okay, um, so like, like it's it's fine, and then because cause I'll be the first one to say it. Like it, I I you know I love black people, I love white people. There are a lot of women I'm attracted to that are white, mm-hmm. but if they're like pale, pale, pale white, like albino, like super white, like <laughs> crazy, like 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 um, what the fuck? Uh, glue white like no not fluorescent <laughs> but like um like bleach white like uh-huh. um what the fuck like uh um 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 like you know that that white when you leave bread out too long and it begins to mold like that that <laughs> white white mold uh-huh. that that uh-huh. starts it off like super super white pale like they glow in the dark white i don't like that white <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that much light skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and most most white people don't have that that level of light skinness. But you yeah. know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like yeah, super, yeah, super yeah. pale, pale, pale. But it has nothing to do with their racial identity. It right. has everything to do with pigmentation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, so yeah, that that really does hurt my feelings sometimes. I'll be like, fuck them. They dick probably whack anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't judge a racist dick size by their racist attitudes. Why not? Because you'd be fucked up because they could be racist people with like racist dudes with big ass dicks. Then what you going to do about those? No, I don't believe that exists. You know, fuck you and your big racist dick. Like, <laughs> you don't want this racist dick, bitch? Like, if Quack, you're... Bitch. If you're- <laughs> Ducks are white, too. No, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. If, I feel like if you're a racist... If if you're a racist, bigger, whatever, there's no way that God blessed you with good dick. <laughs> like, cause, cause that comes from somewhere. Like, you're mad about something. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, you're just mad within yourself. Right. And it's probably because you have a little dick. Or you might have a nice size dick and your dick game is just whack. Right. Yeah, like I, I have a feeling some of these racist white dudes, it's like, you know, they 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 tie to this BBC love. <laughs> like people just love BBC. Like fuck that B, fuck that BBC shit. I'm oh, all you know American. They're jealous. You, know? <laughs> you know they're jealous. And that's how that's half a reason why they're hating. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Actually, there is somebody who came up uh and said that, you know, 
you know, they, they haven't really uh, seen a lot of racist stuff like from from the white side, but they mm-hmm. feel it from the black side, like black dudes in particular just get so much more love and a light st- lifestyle. <laughs> what I'd say to that motherfucker is you want to trade places with me <laughs> for this lifestyle love? Now, nah, fuck that. I ain't trading places. I love that. No. I, I love that black love. Yeah. You know, but um. But yeah, a lot of stuff on. Uh, um, I know you've gone down the Reddit rabbit I have, and it has been a joy. It's been a little bit of an addiction. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I've heard, that's a, it's a thing. Yeah, what Reddit addictions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I ain't shit else to do. Well, no. I mean, what I like about what I like about Reddit is it just I don't know. It's all about engagement and discussion. Like it's not mm-hmm. about likes and little tiny comments. It's like really in depth thoughts and really honest stuff. I mean, that's the reason why Reddit could get kind of scary because mm-hmm. like there are some really weird groups on there that I'm. Well, just... that's where all the like QAnon people and the what? What's that? The QAnon people. What is that? I keep hearing about that. They're like the conspiracy theorists oh, yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, they don't want to be like putting out the fake news mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think. I think that might be right. Um, although, yeah, uh, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> um, That's also where the uh, the uh, the incels be too. The incels. Yes, that's right. No, mm-hmm. they be on the forums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, little communities like that. Uh, poor incels, though. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, not the, not the ones that are young, like the ones who are in middle school. I mean, y'all motherfuckers are supposed to be incels. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking about like grown ass men in their yeah. 30s and shit. Like you can, like you an incel, my nigga? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You got hair on your chest and you still an incel? <laughs> Like, I know motherfuckers with extreme disabilities that are still getting it in. <laughs> what? And for if you don't know what an incel is, it's involuntary celibates. Motherfuckers who want to fuck but can't. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they think they can't. They can't get women to fuck them, which they could just pay for pussy. Like, but I guess. I'm telling you, man, there's a whole <laughs> movement that is very much pro-sex work. Shout out to Swinger Down Under because I think they had a live show on... Uh, on that topic mm-hmm. um but yeah like yeah you can pay you, you can pay these bitches to suck your dick like what are you doing <laughs> like incels they usually come from like suburbia they got money they got parents with money like you know mm-hmm. actually i don't even know if it's legal for me to say that let me take that back <laughs> we are not promoting the the illegal actions associated with purchasing sex <laughs> right yeah i don't want to go to jail (laughs) bnk told us it was all right bomber and bell said it was all good next thing you know we on cnn or fox news or some (laughs) shit trying to explain ourselves could you imagine it'd be terrible i mean we would definitely get a lot more plays and downloads we'd have a shitload of subscribers especially oh this is actually my fantasy especially if trump came out against us against us what if like (laughs) trump came out and said you know black and kinky lifestyle represent everything that's wrong with our society (laughs) you know they're the reason why you know all of these black kids are getting getting pregnant and shit um like we would have so many fans after that because you know trump will make a fan out of anybody oh yeah oh my god i would love it shout out to trump 
<laughs> Holla at us. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Tweet about us, baby. <laughs> Come on. Um, all right, let's get into the show. Okay, so um, uh, as we said, um, we have a topic today where we'll be talking particularly about uh, interracial relationships in the lifestyle. Um, now, given that the Bell and I are not a an interracial couple, we didn't think that we could do this topic justice without having an interracial couple on the show. And so okay. today, we have a couple on our show, Corey and Brenda of the Mixed Nuts podcast. If you guys haven't heard about this podcast, you really need to check it out. It's an awesome podcast. Um, I actually ran into it by accident. Um but yeah, I have the uh, I have the host of that show. We have the host of that show today on our show. So say hi, guys. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? <laughs> having us. Yeah, thank you. For, thank you guys for having us. Of course. Yeah. So uh, Corey and Brenda, I I I think we yeah I I came upon your podcast I think because somebody had shared. Now I remember somebody shared like a list of their favorite podcast mm -hmm. and then the mixed nuts was on it and i just have a habit of um look at us making a list <laughs> yes. um and i just have i just i i looked up your um your podcast and then i saw the asn magazine cover and i'm like holy crap um <laughs> this is an interracial couple like you guys are different like i think you might have been the first interracial um couple that had a podcast that we that i ran into so i'm so glad that you guys are on the show so how you guys been been good good, good. Yeah. yeah had a nice weekend with the family went to the beach so mm -hmm. nice. you know trying to you know stay active and and do some things during this whole covid mess now, how was the beach uh, when you guys went? Because I, I feel like the beaches have been um, the most high demand activity to be doing because it's like the only thing to do. And in, if you're going to be outside, that is the thing to do since it's been so hot. So is, was it really crowded? Not really. I mean, we went to Cocoa Beach, so it's on the east mm -hmm. coast of uh, it's, it's near Cape Canaveral. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time actually being there. So uh, it was a, it was a good, good, you know, good weekend escape. I think once you got closer to the pier, though, where like all the restaurants and the bars yeah. and stuff, it it was kind of it was um, kind of crowded there. Condensed. But where we were, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. We kind of purposely went down a little bit further to where um, mm -hmm. there really wasn't a lot of people, or at least it was uh, a good space between people. Yeah. All right. Uh, weather was nice. Uh, the wind was a little harsh at times, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and the waves were great. So you know they, have, they do some surfing Don't out there. Don't forget so. the view. Oh yeah, we had some great views. And, uh, in, in in terms of views, we mean thongs, thongs, oh. thongs, thongs, the thong, thong, cheeks, cheeks, cheeks everywhere. Okay, so see, so this wasn't a lifestyle beach. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. See, that's my dilemma. Like when I go to the beach, I'm like, this is great, but it'd be better if I could be topless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. <laughs> yeah. And so we have like, one uh, beach like that here that we. I mean, I think to. we have a couple here in Florida, but the one that we've been to is down down in Miami. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah we. I don't think we have any like nudist or topless beaches near us. Um. No. Uh. We don't. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the only nude beach we went to was um. Denison in Jersey. Right. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. And that that was interesting. Um, but yeah, you guys are in Florida. Um, and 
you know, I, I can see you guys now. You guys look okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Florida has not been the healthiest state lately. <laughs> That's no, true. That's no. true. No, nobody else wants to let Florida, Floridians into their state. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much self-quarantine. We got to sneak here. in. We want to yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, what's the lifestyle looking like down there right now? Right now, it's alive and well. <laughs> it's Perhaps alive. the two are correlating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that it's, it's pretty much. I mean, I consider this. I mean, we've only been in it a few years. I consider this, based off of the places that we've been, to be the capital of the swinger community. So, with a lot Central of swingers Florida. being down yeah. here, it's kind of hard to keep them all indoors for a long period of time. I mean, we did it for a while. We did it for those, you know, those first couple months, you know, people were probably sticking to a couple or two that, you know, they're really close to and, you know, kind of get a sense of where they've been and who they've been with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But uh, I would say since Memorial Day, it's been lit. Oh, wow. Wow. So your your clubs and your parties they did kind of shut down for a little bit. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Okay, okay, and then and just, even when they open back up, they're doing more social distancing as much as you can. I, I don't I don't understand how that works. Like, well, initially they tried to lifestyle enforce clubs. it. You know, they they, they tried to enforce the, the limit of of ten people per party. So if we we're like at okay. the pool party or something then, you know, they would, you know, security would come by and make sure there were no more than 10 people in a certain area. So. But now they've opened up like a lot of their outdoor areas. Um, whereas before, like there wouldn't be a, the focus would be in the club as opposed to yeah. outdoor mingling where now right. more mm-hmm. into an outdoor kind of outdoor experience. Yeah. Now I, I happen to think that 10 people is like a good number of folks to have in an orgy. Like that's like the max. That's five couples, mm-hmm. five potential partners. Well, if you're a man, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> um, or four, I should say, um, um, four other partners. But uh, I think that's a good number. Like if you're going to have like an intimate, like, like swinger party, like I feel mm-hmm. like 10 is, 10 is fair. Yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. 10, yeah. 10, 10 is a good number. If, you know, if it gets any, you know, 12 be okay, but Anything more than that, you really need like a huge room with a huge yeah. amount of space and, you know, places to play all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, tends, tends a, a decent number. I like yeah. the way you guys think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So. Um, so, yeah. Bef- so before we get into the to the meat of the topic, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit of interference and it's coming from us. I know it is. Um, before I um, jump into the topic today. Um, I wanted to just make sure we have a good sense of, well, how you guys got started in the lifestyle. What made you start your Mixed Nuts podcast? Okay. Just tell us those two things. Well, um, a little more than a year ago was, uh, the birth of the Mixed Nuts podcast. We've been in the lifestyle as a couple for almost three years, three years in August. Yeah. And how we got into it is, you know, it's mostly me. You know, <laughs> I've been, you know, trying to get my wife to like, you know, open up and be open-minded about certain things. And, and it took a little while. You know, we've been together 13, we've been together 17 years, married 13 years. Oh, wow. So you brought it up to her? Yes. Over okay. Can you, so <laughs> uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't over and over. I said, let's yes, go, let's go, was. let's go try something out. Several times. Yeah. You know, a few times. 
Um, all right. So what, what was the, so what, what, what was the convincing, uh, air? Like when, when did he convince you that this, the lifestyle would be the thing to do? When did it work? So it was actually on our 10th anniversary. We were kind of talking about, um, you know, we've been together 10 years. Is that, uh, is there anything you would like more Is I would like to tell you some things that I would like more. And it was just kind of like, uh, gauging where our relationship was and what we were planning on for the next 20 years. And that's when, you know, he had brought the, the, the lifestyle up several times throughout our relationship and I always just shot it down. And I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't necessarily say that, uh, the lifestyle saved our relationship, but I would say I could tell when he act, when he asked, you know, the last time he was sincere about just wanting to try something. And so mm -hmm. I felt like, you know what, I've, I, he's been going along with me with the nose for so long. Let me see what this is all about. And if I, I feel like if I didn't at that moment, mm -hmm. there probably would have been some cracks in our foundation because I think you probably, I don't know if there would have been cracks. I would just had to work a little harder to <laughs> get you to, to, to see things in, in a, uh, in a free and open light. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. so yeah. He, okay. He had, so he had mentioned that there was this club down here in Florida and I told him, you know, I'm going to go once and if I don't like it, I'm not going back. And, mm -hmm. uh, we went once and the vibe was just so amazing. We didn't mm -hmm. talk to anybody. We just, it was just our sat back and watched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when we left that night, I said, are, are we coming back next weekend? One of the things we often tell people to do if they're interested in getting their partners in the lifestyle is to, to stay away from trying to convince them to be in the lifestyle and just expose them to something. And it sounds mm -hmm. like that is what happened here. You got exposed to a club that was mm -hmm. a lifestyle club and the vibe was awesome. The same thing happened with the mm -hmm. bell. That's how, she, that's how I got her. Well, I don't know <laughs> if I got her there, but no. <laughs> we, 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 we went and then it was like, okay, I want to go, I want to go back here. I want to see right. what this shit is all about. And then, and then it sort of evolved from there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was kind of a little bit of both for us. I think, um, yes, I did. I wasn't trying to push her into the lifestyle, but I wanted to her, I wanted her to give it a try, you know, just experience it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And I, I won't bring it back up. But don't don't deny yourself an experience because you mm -hmm. you have preconceived notions about it. So mm -hmm. right. Um it's interesting. One of the things Brenda had just said was about like uh like Corey came came to her and said something about the fact that they had been together for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And for some reason I just I just imagine Corey coming up to her and say, babe, look. We've been fucking for 10 years. Like, you've got to be tired of this dick by now. Like, <laughs> I mean, just because you're in a relationship, I mean, you don't stop seeing people that attract you, that that turn you on Absolutely. and things like that. So, you know, I, I wanted to act out on them, but I, I didn't know how to approach my wife about it for the longest time. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just tell her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is what I want to do. Let's, tr let's try it out. And now y'all over here with a podcast, like <laughs> whatever you did work, brother. Yeah. Um, all right. So tell us about how you started. What, what made you start the podcast? Go ahead, baby. I'll let you handle it. Uh, well, with the podcast, after about a year of being in the lifestyle, I started noticing um, some things and some things were getting on my nerves. And I, I just, we would get into arguments about stuff. And well, I definitely have some growing pains. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Googler. So I would like, 
Google how to be the white woman in an interracial relationship and their <laughs> lifestyle, you know, and, and surprisingly nothing came up. Uh, um, so I guess uh, we've had a, a party that we went to with a couple of other interracial couples. And during a break, I was talking to some of the other women and I, I had some questions to ask them that we kept running into and they had similar experiences. Um, and it was just a really great, talk that night and I told Corey, um, you know, if, if I have these questions and these women have these questions, there has to be a whole uh, community out there that just needs to know, they don't need our advice, but they need to know they're not alone. And sure. this might be something that you come up with and this is how we handled it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that, that kind of was where the podcast, the podcast actually was my baby and I had to convince him to do it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> right. So, so was it like quick pro quo? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Whereas like you got me in the lifestyle. I said, yes, <laughs> I'm trying to start this podcast, dude. So like, let's go. I mean, I've always been very supportive of what my wife wants to do. So, I mean, it, I'm not really a, a talkative person. Mm. Um, I like to get to a point and we either going to make it happen or we ain't. And <laughs> that's where I'm at. But um, this, this is kind of softened me up and I'm, I've opened up a lot more. So I do uh, credit the podcast with that. So, and, um, and last question I'll have before we move on, but um, so Brenda, you mentioned that there were some issues that you were facing that you really wanted to talk about. Um, were there, or that you thought other women were going through, were those were there issues outside of sort of being in an interracial relationship that you kept running into, like that that just had to deal with you being in the lifestyle in in general, or were they all related to just being in an interracial relationship? I think the main the main ones would be uh, it being in an interracial relationship, um, just mm -hmm. uh, some questions and and. Uh, just situations that we kept running into over and over and over again, um, that it was frustrating. So yeah, it was, it was just specifically, um, you know, because there's all kinds of information out there, how to get in the lifestyle, how to be a single guy in the lifestyle, how to be a unicorn in the lifestyle. And there's nothing to teach you about how to be, um, even just the partner of a black man in the lifestyle. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I, I that's think, kind of what it, what it was. I think that, it also, you know, the circles that we travel with, that we, you know, that we hang around with also play a part in that. Um, we can only give our perspective because we're not a white couple, we're not a black couple. So we can only give our perspective as, as how we stand right now. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure that was the case because th those are some of the topics I wanted to get into. Yeah. We wanted to get into today. Um, but before we get there, um, Belle, what do we have to do before we get there? I guess the hit list. That's right. It's <laughs> the hit list. Be, okay. You changed it. I what, what did I have it before? I don't know. I felt like I did this. Didn't I do this? No, you okay. did not. <laughs> that, that was the last episode no 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 we pre-recorded some stuff for the it, intro. Would, it did it not was... include the hit list oh, okay. no i specifically said we were going to do the hit list okay. with the mixed nuts podcast keep up girl anyway. all right so <laughs> so so does that mean you have not does that mean you don't have a hit list person today no yeah so 
All right. So the hit list, let me explain what the hit list is clearly, you know, for the Mixed Nuts podcast, for our audience, and clearly for the bell, because it's forgotten. <laughs> um, okay. So the hit list, the hit list is basically um, uh, our opportunity to identify somebody that we have come across, maybe in the media, maybe um, while we were listening to music, watching a show, watching a movie that just really got us, got our attention. Um, these are just people we want to smash that we saw on TV, basically. For me, that's what it was. Um, and I will I will go first just to set the stage and to give Belle a little bit more time to figure out who <laughs> she's who's on her hit list today. Now, this week is going to be interesting. Um, we watched this movie uh, this weekend. It was called Little Boxes, and the movie was released in 2016. I believe you can see it on Netflix now. Um but the movie, and it has, it's really weird. This is just a coincidence, guys. It happened to be about an interracial couple that moved into a predominantly white community in um, Washington state. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie is basically just about how this family like survives um, yeah. as they are in this new community, just trying to deal with not, not really racism. Like what I, I was really worried that this movie would go down the path of just being disgustingly racist and like not really challenging its audience with some of its own assumptions. Mm-hmm. But this movie really did. It really does challenge its audience. Um, and it challenged me a few times, which I, I was really surprised at. Um, just in terms of how we think about race and how we relate to people and the assumptions we make about the intentions that people have or don't have. So anyway, this isn't a movie review. It's just to say I like the film. And the woman who played the mother, her name is Melanie Linsky. Um, now, Melanie Linsky is a brunette, okay? She's this white brunette that is just, there's nothing quite special about her. If you looked her up right now, <laughs> you would look, this is going to be the weirdest hit list ever. Um, you would look, you would see her and there's like, she, she's not a supermodel. Like no. she's like probably slightly overweight. Um, you know, she just looks like this regular soccer mom, mm-hmm. but yeah. I am so fucking attracted to this woman. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Every time I tight. see her, I, brunettes. Milf. Yes, yes. Older <laughs> brunettes. That, <laughs> that is that they is have a certain uh, quality about them. There's something about them. I don't it know is. what it is. It I really is. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, don't understand it, but there is. That's my if I had a superpower, that would be what it is is the soccer mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was looking at your ASN cover today again. I don't know. I keep coming across this thing, and you were wearing like this white outfit. I don't know. I already described it. It's just really sexy. Look up <laughs> mix mix nuts podcast <laughs> ASN cover and 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 see what Brenda is wearing in that photo. It's it's incredibly sexy. Um, Thank you. So yeah, so that's my hit list person. Sorry, that was really long winded, but I, okay. I just needed to get it off my chest. So I'll I'll give you guys the mic now. Um, if you guys got somebody on the hit list this week, go ahead, babe. Listen, I've been so excited to do the hit list. Like I <laughs> I I I messaged you. Excuse me, I messaged you and said, please tell me we're doing the hit list because I want to put this out in the universe, um, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> There ever is the opportunity. I didn't even like we were talking about it in the kitchen a couple of days ago. And he was like, I don't even have to guess who yours is. Like, I know who it's going to be. And it is Tay Diggs. Like, if you're out there listening, (laughs) I got a free pass. I just want to put it out there. (laughs) 
he digs what what movie was he in lately what a few uh, he's been on all american a tv show yeah all oh, american okay. yeah, yeah. This, this is stella got her groove back right yeah I'm, I'm sorry i i get my 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 black male act that's, that's very yes. racist of you not more chestnut not that black guy um tay <laughs> diggs yeah he got dimples right i feel like he had something going on with his cheeks that women went yeah. crazy over yep he got dimples white ass teeth all right and I, I can see the resemblance to Corey. i can i can see it Oh Lord, there'll be no oh living with him now. Oh shit, I can totally see it now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. I might have a type. <laughs> Tay Diggs. All right. What about For you? me, I went back and forth with the hit list. So you know, I was, you know, thinking old school, you know, some Halle Berry, maybe some Salma Hayek. But I think I am gonna go because I saw her the other day and I've always been attracted to her. Raven Simone. Seriously. Hmm. Yeah. Raven Simone? Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> this is a weird hit list. <laughs> uh, wow. No, Raven Simone, she's she 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 has her moments. She does. She does. She really does. And yeah, I mean, I remember I was one of our kids was watching used to watch That's So Raven or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I was like, damn, Raven Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you know, as far as like being a parent, it, it has to be really awkward sometimes when you're watching these shows with your kids. <laughs> I mean, I knew she was an adult at that time, yeah, okay. but I was just like, like, man, she kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I saw the other day there was, uh, I think it was Access Hollywood or something. She got married. Yeah, she had a secret wedding. Yeah. Something. So yeah, she still looked good. I was like, man, that's so. I, I'm going with Raven Simone. Raven Simone's on my hit list. Nice. All right, Miss Simone. All right. All right, so, Belle, you ready for us? I think I'm ready. So I've been watching this show um, called The Alienist, which apparently I was supposed to be watching with Bomber, but I totally missed that. Um, <laughs> but there's one character on the show, um, and he's the actor Luke Evans. And so he has this very suave, uh, debonair kind of look to him. And then I just like period pieces. Um, so he was also in Fast and Furious and um, Beauty and the Beast. And oh, was he the one who played Justin in the Beauty and the Beast film? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, now I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he kind of, I mean, he actually looks like that. I mean, that character, he was more exaggerated, like he had the big chin and stuff like that. But he kind of just looks like he has that, that, butt, that butt chin, that super masculine <laughs> chin. Yeah, that's sexy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. That was actually a great movie. Can I just, I, I, I need to, because you just glossed over this. What? The politics of watching a show without your partner. <laughs> let's just talk about that for a second. Because oh, yeah, this was a show. Yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all accused of it. There's this one because what I believe is if we're sitting in front of the TV and a trailer for a show comes on, right? If it comes on, right, and we're mm-hmm. like, okay, that show it looks good. Yeah. If we both say that show looks good, we have written a contract. We have signed <laughs> it at that point. We are not going to start this show separately. We are going to watch this show together. And I remember distinctly, we saw the trailer because it was coming on all the time. Yeah. This trailer was everywhere. And 
you started watching this shit. What? Like it was on season two, and I had no idea. That's how long this shit's been going on. <laughs> I think what happened was we watched. We started watching the first episode of the first season, and you were like, "I'm not into it." I no, I don't remember that. Yeah, let it build up. A lot of these they build like, up you know, now. He'll cancel shows after like the first half of the first episode, and he's like, "You know what? You can yeah. have this. I'm not watching it anymore." And I was like, "Man, <laughs> I thought we were gonna watch this together, because then it like breaks up the times when I have to watch my shows, because in the evenings, you know, we have to watch something together, and so then I gotta find time to watch my show separately." Yeah, no, he. This one is famous for so. Typically, I would always take your side, Bell, but we argue <laughs> about this all the time. So yeah. I gotta. I'm with the bomber on this one because I'll say, you know, that looks like a great show. And then we'll watch like two, three episodes together. And then next thing you know, he's on season two. And I'm like, what happened? And he, oh you took a bath. Gosh. Well, our, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're watching the show right now. And uh, we watched season one and season two. And he went somewhere. And I didn't have anything else to watch. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to start watching season three because. Whoa. <laughs> so I got it back. That's all right. I, I, I forced her to catch me up verbally. Yeah. About what I missed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because, you know, you know what doesn't happen. I'm not going to like watch a show twice. If mm -hmm. like. Exactly. I'm not going to know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not really. See, see, here's the caveat. Because I will do that for you. Like, I'll start watching mm -hmm. a show and I'll be like, oh, I think the bomber might like this. And like, I'll finish that episode or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, we should watch this show. And then we'll watch it and you like it. So I'll rewatch, I will rewatch at least one or two episodes mm -hmm. for you. But you will not do that for me. No, <laughs> I would not do that for you. Um, I would when it comes to movies. Like, I would yeah, well, watch a movie yeah, if it was good. But yeah. I, I cannot, like, I, I feel like I'm wasting my life if I watch. <laughs> If I rewatch an episode, um, yeah, it's easier with a movie than a TV show, especially if it's a movie that you enjoy. It, so, I'm saying, yeah, because it's like the characters are only in that movie. Like, it's like you you get to relive. I don't know. All right, anyway, anyway. all right. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, topic of the day. Um, all right. So, I thought. Um, so, like I said, we were going to talk about just the 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 unique experiences of interracial couples, but I thought that we'd start by just saying what what is particularly unique to being an interracial couple and but the way i see it um i think there's a couple of things so one um couples i think in general tend to look for couples that are like a lot like themselves and most couples are tend to be like the same race right tend to be like a a black couple or a white couple um and they may have the kind of preferences that don't necessarily match up with interracial couples as often. Um, and I also think that there are certain things that um, you two as individuals might be exposed to um, that are different. Um, uh, and, and then I'm just going to stop there. When it, when it just comes to people sharing their preferences when it comes to race, their opinions when it comes to race. So, for example, a black couple might be more, more comfortable with you, Corey, telling you certain things about their opinions, about their experiences and whatnot. A white couple may be more likely to share some really controversial controversial opinions um, with you, Brenda, because you're white and they'll, they'll 
feel like they, they feel comfortable in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really unique experience that we, I, I know I can't re- relate to, but that's, that's pretty much all I know about how unique the experience is yeah. or how much I think I know. Yeah. What about you, Bill? I'm trying to think. I don't think we've ever played with an interracial couple before. Um, holy crap. We'd like to volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it's never been like, a, um, like we were opposed to it or anything like that because we've played with white couples and obviously we play with black couples. But I don't think we've like met an interracial couple that we've, you know, connected with to play with. Um. I guess not. Jeez, guess we we've gone to a lot of black, Hispanic, places. Hispanic, white. No, no. Well, I mean, mm. now they're going to be on a mission. <laughs> <Is that> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> mark total, totally so like, so so I, I say I say that to say to preface that with so my knowledge around the uniqueness is very limited um, because we just haven't had as many interactions. But I, I think the one thing we have run into in just talking to other interracial couples um is that you know the sharing uh thing like one partner may be more comfortable sharing you know yeah, something with yeah. the like partner of the other couple um or something like that um i think there there is one couple we've interracial couple we've hung out with um and i think as you get you know kind of best of both worlds <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, in terms of experiences and life experiences and just, you know, meeting new people. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. just being able to have different perspectives. And I mean, that's, a, I think a part of the lifestyle, just the novelty of it. So meeting new people, um, meeting people who have, you know, different life experiences, different, um, views of the world yeah. than you <clears throat> yep. at a certain mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, it, it definitely puts you in a, a, a unique position because you're kind of, um, let, let's be real, the, the lifestyle can be pretty segregated sometimes. So you're, you're straddling the line oftentimes, unless you're with a completely mixed group of people. Um, you know, cause even at some of the, the interracial parties that we go to, they can trend one way or the, the other. Um, mm-hmm. Either it's you know predominantly white or predominantly black, yeah. um, so it's you know always trying to find that kind of balance in that niche. Yeah, yeah. I, I um I don't know if there's anything that makes us unique as an interracial couple. <laughs> um, we we have had some some issues with. Couples presenting themselves, presenting themselves falsely as as a full swap couple, mm-hmm. and we find out that only one partner plays. So, I mean, there there been some challenges with, with that. But what, what do you say? Babe? I I think uh, kind of like along the lines of what Bell said. I think as an interracial couple, um, we one of us or the other is usually able to get us into anything. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so we're, we're so we uh, I think we. I think interracial couples probably have a more diverse experience in the lifestyle than an all black couple or an all white couple because, because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I see that you, 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 you know, you're dealing with multiple groups, multiple circles of people. Um, I mean, a lot of that stuff is based on personality of the people of you and me. Well, yeah, um, but I think also, I think, uh, um, 
one way or another, an all black couple might let their guard down because of you and an all white couple might let their guard down because of me. Yeah. I mean, so. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I, especially in respects to some of the things that you told me, you've heard people say, yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you'll hear something like, Oh, my wife likes or loves black men. And it's like, why, why even say that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. He's here. So right. <laughs> just vibe. Let, 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 just let the moment take you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll dig into that in a moment, but when you, um, Brenda described why you put your podcast together, you talked, so, you said something about knowing how to be or understanding how to be a, a white woman in the lifestyle that has a black partner. Mm-hmm. And I want to dig into that a little bit more. Like, what is it that's unique about that particular experience? Well, I think I was finding a lot that the we would kind of like what Corey said we would we would go to play with a couple and they would present themselves as full swap and then we would get up to the room and the husband would say you know I really like to watch or let's start off by watching or mm-hmm. you know it doesn't he look great you know fucking my wife and I'm <laughs> like I know I'm not Barbie but damn I'm not the hunchback of Notre Dame either like <laughs> No. Why were all these guys like not wanting to play with me? And it was causing a real problem um, between us, you know, because I was like, you're over there having a great time fucking. And when I'm like yelling the code word, you like automatically have a crick in your neck looking the other direction. Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? What was uh, that? Um, Exactly. I I can't see you, honey. Uh, So it was it was asking. The girls, uh, you know, I, we were we were all standing around, and I'm like, if anybody knows, these ladies have to know, so they can tell me, you know, is this something we need to figure out how to handle, or is it just us, you know? And uh, and so that's kind of um, what that what that experience is. And I mean, it took me it took me a little while to recognize what she was seeing mm-hmm. because um, he was usually fucking while I was seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it did. It did put a little strain on our relationship. But uh-huh. I took a step back and kind of like watched, and like there was a period of time where we, like, we would still go to the clubs and still, you know, do our thing. But there was one particular club that we seemed to always have a problem at, mm-hmm. and it's the club that we, you know, it's, it's secrets here in Florida, mm-hmm. and we seemed to always have a problem, you know. So I took a step back, and for six, eight months. Like I didn't play at all oh, when wow. we went to secrets. What was the I needed problem? To take a step back and, and 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 observe and see what she was seeing. Mm-hmm. So was the problem um, particularly with white couples wanting to just wanting you to just play with the female? Is that am I uh, pretty much right? pretty much? I mean, they black couples here are they're here, and we've seen more over the three years that we've been in the lifestyle. But when we first got in the lifestyle, it, they black couples were rare, mm. very rare. And I want to say just before, you know, things get, you know, went out of whack for this year. Um, late last year, we were at secrets. There was like a group of like 30 black couples. Mm-hmm. And we were like, where do you know all these people come from? So we introduced ourselves, but I mean, it, I just, uh, when it comes to white couples, we we really have to have a conversation with them. Like, do you play? Does the husband play? 
is Look, the my wife is trying to, to fuck. Exactly. So let's not play <laughs> exactly. games. My wife is trying to fuck. So yeah, and there was a there was a time where I was like, you need to specifically ask, does the husband play? And Corey was like, I'm not going to ask that question because that's stupid. Of course, the husband plays. Yeah. And then I would start, <laughs> then I would start like re reminding him of all the times that the husband didn't play. And so, um, I think it 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 really. Um, I mean, we had to get an action plan together for when we meet white couples. Like, mm -hmm. there's yeah. a there's a whole like checklist we got to go down before <laughs> before I'm going anywhere with you guys. So yeah. So so then, where do you see you know most success? Is it with other interracial couples, or is it with you know the few black couples that you're able to seek out? Or honestly, we see the most success. We call it planting seeds. If we planted seeds with a couple for a while and we've known mm -hmm. them, like, you know, we'll see, you know, when, when we see them out, say hi, dance, have some drinks, but not try to go there mm -hmm. and let the relationship build organically over time. We see a lot of success there. We also see a lot of success. We, we play with single guys mm, okay. and single women. Mm -hmm. So we see a lot of success at parties that are focused on single guys down here in Florida. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, we'll go to a, a, a party and it's, you know, you call it what you will, it's a BBC party. And it's mostly single black men and mostly Caucasian or Latina women. Mm -hmm. you know, there'll be a, a black woman here and there, but th that's where we see a lot of our success. Yeah, I think with, uh, with we, we kind of try to stay towards the interracial house parties is where we see the most success in swapping. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, because they're one, you'll find other interracial couples um, or the black couples there. Um, and then you occasionally will, um, will maybe find a, 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 a white couple that through planting seeds, we actually do connect the four of us will connect with yeah. and play with. But I would say probably the interracial is where it's where I've flocked to. And so mm -hmm. I try to kind of pull him along because it's where I, I know. Um, it's where she's going to have the most fun. Yeah. yeah. I want to be the most relaxed, yeah. which means he's going to have the most fun. Mm hmm. I definitely get that. The being that was relaxed. a long rambling. No, no, it's, it's absolutely true. I think, you know, when you can be around other couples that um, have shared experiences as you, um, you kind of, you, you feel safer because um, mm -hmm. you're not going to run into, you know, the situation where, you know, the couple only wants one of you or something like that exactly. that you yeah. run into um, yeah. where they won't say something crazy <laughs> uh, stuff still happens <laughs> yeah um you know uh because everyone is individual and every couple is unique but when you have those those like um those couples like you and have those shared experiences it feels you can you can let your guard down a little bit more a little bit yeah but yeah. i just want to go back to something Corey said before um or um it might have been an assumption more so about uh, thinking that men are always ready to play. I think the lifestyle has been a series of very shocking revelations to me when it comes <laughs> to that kind of thing. Um, yeah. The degree of men who aren't quite that interested in playing with other women. If you had asked me, you know, in the swinger lifestyle, what are dudes looking for? Are they, they just trying to smash every chick in the room? That's not really true. No. It's just, it's really it's not. not. It couldn't be further from the truth. So it's just it's interesting how often I hear women 
talking about this, um, yeah. you know, regardless of whether or not they're in an interracial relationship. Um, but I also wanted to ask about um, this experience of um, white couples maybe feeling comfortable sharing certain perspectives with you, Brenda, and like some, what are some of the things, if that's even the case, number one, and if it is, like what are some of the things you've heard and how do, how do you respond to that kind of thing? Um, I think so. I think they're more relaxed around me. And so they might say something to one of their friends with me in earshot and it not, and they not, you know, think twice about it as opposed to if Corey was an earshot, they might have worded it differently. Mm -hmm. um, I, one thing that comes to mind and, uh, yeah, one thing that comes to mind is we were at a party and it was kind of everything was winding down. Um, we had actually, we were going to stay with the host that night. Um, they had a room for us. So we were just kind of waiting for everything to, to die down before we went to bed. And this one white husband came up and he, he said, I, well, first of all, he came up and he was looking for his wife and we didn't know where she was. So he went off looking for her. And then pretty soon he came back and we asked if he had found her. And she, he said, yeah, that she was in a, in the shower with a, a black guy and, and, uh, if he had a if he had a shotgun, he could take two out and one. Or I can't I can't Whoa. remember exactly what okay. it was, but that it was, escalated quickly. Exactly, and it was. <laughs> I mean, every it was at the end of the night. Everybody had been drinking. I didn't know what to say because he was talking to his friends next to me. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't say anything. I just acted like I was asleep, like I didn't hear it. But not saying anything really bothered me to where uh, I think the next day I, I came up to Corey and I was like, look, I, I heard this last night and I didn't do anything about it. And I really, really feel guilty. How should I handle these situations? Because I'm, you know, my first instinct is to punch him, but that's <laughs> probably not going to end well. So, yeah. so we had to have, we, so we had a conversation about like, what's, you know, if I pop off at the mouth, do you have my back? And of course, Corey <laughs> was like, yeah, I've, mm -hmm. I've got you. So, mm -hmm. um, but, mm -hmm. but I think just like stupid, stupid white people jokes, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, off the cuff remarks. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot and it, mm -hmm. and it is frustrating, I guess. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, they, they feel comfortable and, yeah. I mean, they even feel, some of them even feel comfortable around me to say some things that I have to check them on. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's like, really, dude? Mm -hmm. What, like, like white couples in particular or white men? Oh, just a white or, man. Okay. You know, if we, you know if, we, if we become a little close and, you know, talking business, talking, you know, money, and, and then we'll just mm -hmm. go off and just be talking gibberish. And next thing you know, he'll say something. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but. Right. I just, I, I really just, after I have said my piece about it, I let it roll off my chest. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it could be interesting because it's like, you know, I, I think as a black couple, you know, the, the lifestyle has been, let, let me, I don't want to, I, I say this all the time, but the lifestyle is not the like a racist environment. Like people are typically very friendly. Yeah. Um, and I yeah, think definitely. around us, um, you know, white people in particular have been more on the careful side. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have a problem having a conversation with them if they have questions. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you know, but you know, just saying something off the cuff and just you know, it's just hey, what up, man? You know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys like frequent um 
do you guys frequent uh, interracial parties and what what do you like think of those because there are a, a few interracial networks that just like carry that theme does yeah, those tend um, to work for you they do work for us we went to okay. splash Mode for the first time last year mm -hmm. uh, it was a complete culture shock for me because <laughs> i've never seen women so thirsty <laughs> like it was ridiculous it took me like a day and a half just to adjust to it and like like and like like ride the wave but yeah we do we do frequent a lot of the interracial type parties you know whenever you know there's a local one around if, if nothing's on our schedule we'll we'll usually attend uh -huh. and we know a lot of the the single guys and so you know we, we stay in touch with them and there's one particular group here of single guys called the velvet curtain and we're we're, we're real good friends with those guys so they usually throw parties and, and if they do we go and support it Mm -hmm. yeah awesome awesome um all right is there anything else about your experience as an interracial couple you want to make sure our listeners know um that we haven't asked you about already i don't besides the fact that white women are after Corey's dick like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, we had okay so we had one time we were at the club and this uh couple interracial actually couple. interracial couple yeah, interracial yeah couple. they had first time at the club and they, so they came up and actually introduced themselves to us and uh we talked to them for a little bit and then you know went about our way and probably about an hour later we were in the club and the guy came up to Corey and was like uh hey so i heard you have a big dick and my woman likes that and when he told me that, I was like, are you like on some kind of newbie, like wall of fame or something? Like, how is somebody coming up to you that just like, got like what, here? Where did they even get that information? Like, who did you talk to? <laughs> is there like, is there like a picture in a club or something with like Corey just like standing like with a smile with his shit just hanging down between it's, his yeah, legs? Yeah, exactly. With, so, a, with a medal in his hand. I, I don't think it's all that impressive. <laughs> whatever. Shut up. I, whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't that yeah that would be um a lot that's kind of along the same lines of like when some of the husbands i'll i'll be talking to some of the husbands and they'll uh my wife likes black cock and and then i'm like okay well i obviously well, I'm well we were on the bliss cruise <laughs> and there was this couple and we had you know we talked we talked to him back and forth and, and kick before we went on the cruise and like like the last night we see them they this dude was lit. He was he was totally fucked up, but he was wanting me to fuck his wife. Well, okay. So this couple is a couple that I actually sought out on the Bliss Cruise. He was an older, attractive white man, and uh, I was telling Corey like, "Would you play with his wife?" And and so I kind of pursued this couple. And so mm -hmm. the last no, the second to last night okay. we saw them, and uh, and he he grabbed me and he was like, "Why don't you guys want to fuck us, Brenda?" And I. I said, well, wow. we, we do. And so he, we made plans for the next night that we were going to get together. And as we're walking away, he tells his friends in the, yeah. <laughs> the most non whispered drunk voice you can possibly imagine. I've got a black cock for my wife tomorrow. <laughs> oh, and, and this is as we're walking away and I like instantly just rolled my eyes. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I like, <laughs> The, oh, this shit only happens to us, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's sending messages to his wife over walkie-talkie. We have a black dick for you. 
Exactly. <laughs> yes. And if if you only you realize yeah listen the bliss cruise is full of interesting experiences because i will never forget when we were on the cruise and there's this couple a white couple who had the the woman actually looks like the uh bomber's hit list woman except for she had red hair instead of brown hair it's not the same goddamn <laughs> but you, you were still gonna hit it yes it was <laughs> And we had just been kept missing each other. And she was like in full sprint down the, cause they saw us at the other end of like the main corridor. Yeah. And she's like in full sprint down the corridor, trying to catch us to set up a date. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, I just saw you guys and I know we've been missing each other and I just wanted to, you know, get together so we can make a date. And we did end up making a date and they ended up getting seasick. That oh, evening, man. yeah. <laughs> Seasickness was the ultimate cop block on <laughs> yeah. that cruise, I swear. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, Bliss Cruise is it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, and you'll see a lot of drunk and crazy people. And that was that was the um, also the time of the Bliss Cruise <laughs> where the white guy was looking at my hair and was like, oh, it's so strange. <laughs> and I was so like, strange. oh, <laughs> okay. Well, it's time for us to leave now. Right. <laughs> Wow. Like it's it it must be frustrating for you, Corey, because uh, for for us, if if Bell happens to be an earshot of anything on yeah. that racist level, like it fucks me up. Like <laughs> like now we can't. Yeah. Not only is she not interested in the guy, but now his wife is also off limits. Off limits, right? yeah. So it's I'm done. So the that experience must be tenfold for you because some of these folks will just open their mouths Brent, brenda will hear it and then oh, Corey, we're done <laughs> got the message yeah, we literally can't fuck her it's over yeah. literally yeah no. yeah there were there there was been a couple where i'm like um i need to go get a drink and you need to come with me and then on our way there i'm like yeah no this is not gonna work let's go <laughs> on to the next yeah oh my gosh this uh gives me a good answer for one of my random ass questions coming up actually (laughs) (laughs) just incredible how much like just like we're almost at the finish line like we're you know you've already flirted throughout the night you're having drinks you Mm -hmm. know you got you guys have decided to meet up and you're like damn near right in front of the hotel entrance about to go into heavenly bliss with this couple and then some asshole (laughs) says something racist and you're like fuck now we're going home fuck the mood up yeah Mm yes Jeez, exactly. just shut the fuck up and let it happen. Be quiet. Just be quiet, man. You yeah. said everything you need to say. Just just close your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that Corey kind of uh I mean, I'm not black, so there's a and Corey has, you know, grown up black. So there's a lot of things that aren't a big deal to him because of all the other things, you know, throughout a lifetime that he's had to deal with. Mm-hmm. But on the same you know, the same thing might annoy the shit out of me. So to him, he's like, that's no big deal, Brenda. Like, come on. It's, you know, he didn't mean it that way. It's okay. It's okay. But trying to save it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and I wonder, I wonder if that's um, more so like a man thing. I was just about to say that. it being, you know, Corey being black and you being white because. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. You know, I think it, even in our relationship, I'm more vigilant about the racism and microaggressions than the bomber is like mm-hmm. any little thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Even if it's, you know, something that seems like in the gray area, I'm like, mm, 
no, I don't. I don't, I'm not feeling that. And he's like, come on. Like, that wasn't, they yeah. weren't being racist. And I was like, it's, I, it's I, I do give it a lot of leeway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes they, you know, they should know better, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I think and they so. might not think that the little microaggressions that they're doing are a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I got to say, in listening to your guys' podcast, there's been a lot of times where Bell has said something and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to pause that so I can write that down because that's exactly <laughs> what I was telling Corey last time we were at the party. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah mm-hmm. I think you're right, Bell. It's just mm-hmm. a guy thing. Yeah, I know. I know for me, there's a couple of things that I'm particularly sensitive to. One is when somebody calls me articulate, right? They could just be giving me a compliment, mm-hmm. but but sometimes when I hear that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. I've had, I've had, the yeah. And the, and the mm-hmm. other, the other is like, you know, I talk like I'm white or, mm-hmm. you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't act black. Like I'm pretty, right. those, the, those kind of comments, we I, I, <laughs> we, we were at a meet that. and greet. We were at a meet and greet and, oh, and a couple who, we've known for oh, a long yes. time. That, that was another one. <laughs> oh, Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. There was a, there was a couple that we had known for a long time and he, he is the, the husband, very smart, very worldly traveler. Um, and, and he was drunk and, uh, I was talking to him and he said something about how much him and his wife really liked Corey and me. And, and, you know, so we were, you know, talking the, you know, mushy stuff. And, yeah. and then he said, you know, I think it's that I don't know if maybe Corey didn't grow up black or or what he said something along <laughs> he, said, he, he said he said his wife really liked me and he said you know Corey doesn't act black yeah and, and I when 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 Brenda told me that I was like what what is act black yeah <laughs> and and that was one of those times where I was like I was shocked and I didn't know what to say cuz I didn't want again to punch him right there um because <laughs> uh, they and so uh so yeah that was a that was another conversation that we had but yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that act black shit i can't, I can't. And, it, and it's so pervasive like we, oh, it's yeah. just in and out of the lifestyle that shit just needs to stop i thought yeah. i thought it would i thought obama killed that shit i thought <laughs> i, I thought when that, Ob- i think we're saying that that that, that didn't happen no, no. <laughs> gosh yeah all right. Um, one day. Maybe not in our <laughs> lifetimes, but one day. Right. <sighs> yes. One yeah. Day. I mean, I think you just have to, for me, I just have to watch out for those things, those, those situations. And like you said, it could be, you could be, um, you know, knowing a couple for a long time before that kind of stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, that's the shocking thing about y- it. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you're like, oh, you know, we've had such great vibes and, you know, such ex- good experiences with this mm-hmm. couple. And then they say some stupid shit <laughs> and you're mm-hmm. like, well, damn, like, you know, oh, yeah. you know, we, we could have had something here. And um, I mean, I think I think that's the time, um, you know, Brittany, you're like, what do I do in these situations? And like, I have all the answers after something happens. Like, I know exactly <laughs> what I would say. Um, but I think that's, you know, one of those times where it's like, to educate, to like call people on their shit. Um, because you know, otherwise they won't know. And then Uh the next couple is going to run into the same situation. That's true. true. Um, and so, you know, we're out here trying to save other people, (laughs) 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 you know, make sure that they get, you know, future pussy and dick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
But you might um, not be able to partake, but I'm gonna save you. Right, exactly. Right. Like I'm gonna help you out. You lost this one. Right. But for the next for the next couple, I'm gonna help you out because this ain't it. Yeah, and and just to sort of wrap this topic up, I mean, I think um I think this is why it's really important that podcasts like yours and ours exists because, you know, um, I was having an exchange with someone on Reddit about responding to racism in the lifestyle. And, you know, whenever you ask people that, the answers that you'll get over and over again is, you know, I'll call them on their shit and then I'll walk away. I'll call them on their shit and then I'll walk away. I'll cut that couple off. They can't come to any more parties. They're, they're gone. They're go- we cut them off. They are out of our circle. Um, and then somebody comes out and says, well, I may call them out on their shit, but I wouldn't want to cut them off because one of the things that's really pervasive in our society right now is that, you know, some of these racist folks are in these really like concentrated silos of other racist people. They don't, they don't necessarily have the kind of exposure that tells them that, oh, like, not all black people are criminals like dude like like <laughs> right. so, some some of us are into anime and sci-fi some of us like some of us do not listen to rap son some we of like, us are we not like interested. all the same things that you right. like <laughs> all the same things that you like we like right <laughs> exactly um and so that kind of exposure can be helpful and so uh, you know but but quite honestly if I'm in the lifestyle having a good time, I'm not trying to be nobody's teacher. Um, right, right. But True. I can say, hey, check out this podcast, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It saying? really depends on the setting. <laughs> I mean, if we're having just, you know, just having a conversation, then, yeah, I'll, you know, you know, give you my perspective on how you should conduct yourself mm-hmm. around us. And, you know, but... Uh, just on a whim, and we got having a good time partying and stuff. And yeah, but no. I ain't about to fuck up my night trying to teach you something. No, like no. <laughs> it, it would have to be like you know we we've known each other for a while, right? We can have we can sit down and have this kind this this uh, this conversation. We were talking with a group one time, and they started talking about the Confederate flag and what it meant to oh, them. Man. And Corey said, "Well, I think that's where we're just going to have to disagree." And yeah, and we moved on. We're going to have to walk off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded now when we were on the bliss cruise, there was some asshole just walking around with a Confederate shirt on. And I'm just like, there's nothing sexy about what you're doing right now. No. Like, why would you do that? Like, even if you're, even if you're all down with the Confederacy, like leave that shit in the South. Um, <laughs> don't bring it on the ship with you. Right. Yeah, leave yeah. it in the past. Cause where's, where's that? Cause Y'all Again. lost. Exactly. Y'all <laughs> lost. Like, y'all lost. You are the losers. Why are you happy to be losers? I just, like, I can't understand it. I don't understand it. You <laughs> lost something trains. that is worth losing. Slavery. <laughs> right. Motherfucker. There are some other th- trains of thoughts out there that think that, because uh, I was talking to one of my white friends, he was like, <laughs> you know, the Confederate may have been playing the long game. And we're seeing it today. So, <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> psychological <laughs> warfare. <laughs> so. That's a long, long game. Right. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So now we are at that point in the show where we get stupid and random with these crazy <laughs> ass questions. Um, it is, it's amazing how quickly I come up with these. Um, so we're, uh, we're going to go into the bombers random ass questions. So these are just random 
weird questions that I come up with um, just to see where our heads are and just how creative we can get with some of this shit. Um, So I have three of them today. So I'll start with the first one. (laughs) All right. So the first one is if the swinger lifestyle were permitted to have a statue in which to salute, right? What do you think that statue would look like? All right. So I gave this one some thought (laughs) probably about 10 seconds. You did. And I came up with, it would be a statue of a man with a dad bod (laughs) and a rock hard cock Uh standing next to a woman, very shapely figure, big breasts, very pretty. (laughs) That's what I think it would be. That that sounds about right. Right? Pledge allegiance. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brenda, what about you? Uh, You know what? His was so good. I didn't even want to think of anything afterwards. But I think mine would be, uh, it'd be a a statue of two couples that are normally clothed in the front and their sexy clothes in the back. Because I think in the lifestyle, I'm always amazed to find out doctors, lawyers, teachers, mm-hmm. firemen, policemen, nurses, a pastor one time. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, you would be amazed how many people are in the lifestyle that you don't know are in the lifestyle. So I think it would be something along the lines to where uh, uh, in the front is uh, the, the nine to five and in the back is the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, we've seen some past. I, I I love that one. By the way, that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. That's that's a really good one. That like, yeah, that that must great. be teacher from the Old Testament, <laughs> right? <laughs> I bet you didn't think that God would come up in a swing of podcast, but today he's here. All right, go ahead, go ahead, though. So mine, I would want somewhat of like abstract sculpture art Uh but it would be like a orgy like all the bodies are intertwined and you really can't Uh. see like one individual person but it's like just all the bodies connect it's a sea of bodies yeah oh yes i love it the orgy abstract artwork yes oh yeah that would i love a good orgy that's yeah. my favorite. Me too. Oh, I love orgies. Oh, we we all about them shits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've tried to put together a few. I think we've only had success maybe twice. Yeah, yeah. We. I think maybe we get a little too. Uh, I get a little too excited. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you come too. Come on. Room. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God! Yes. <laughs> Last year when we went to Naughty in New Orleans, uh-huh. we were going to put together a, an orgy in our room, and I specifically told him, "Listen." This couple, this couple, this couple, do not invite random ass people. <laughs> we're so it was the night of the um the the where was that Harris that they had the the party or whatever? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I leave him in a bar to go to the bathroom, and when I come back, he's talking to some couple, giving him our room number, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, what? They looked fun. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be careful in selecting those couples. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I tried, it was at Naughty New Orleans. I was trying to invite, I was about to invite a couple until you said, oh, no, his dick is too big. Doesn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> like, oh, that's a first. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, There's no okay. such thing, Bell. Yes, no listen. No, Wait. yes, there is. Yes, no, 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 I, no. I, I, I thought there wasn't a such thing, and then I fucked the him, and I was like, Mm-mm. "That's also true. That that's true." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I wasn't. No. I didn't want to take those chances again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that shit was. I wanted bad. to be able to enjoy the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. That that shit was a third leg. No, it was pretty big, and, and I I I understood. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, mine would be mine was pretty simple. So mine would just be like the Statue of Liberty, except she's wearing, um, she's wearing a negligee of sorts, and instead of that torch, she has like a dildo in her hand, but oh. it's it's still glowing though. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just it worked for me. Um, so shout out to all the folks coming in that want to make a better life for themselves um, <laughs> in the United States. All right. Uh, next question. If you were a professor in the lifestyle department of uh, college, so, so imagine a college that has a swinger lifestyle department where people are supposed to learn about being in a lifestyle, what would be the title of your course and what would it teach? So I'll go first this time. So my course, the title of it would be Soaking Sheets 201, all right? So it's Advanced Fingering Techniques for Explosive Squirting Responses. Pre oh, wow. Prerequisite is Soaking Sheets 101, the art of clitoral teasing and tongue tip approaches. Listen, you got to say tongue tip. <laughs> Tongue tip approaches, right? Like when you say tongue tip, when that that sound, that is the hard tip of the tongue. It is <laughs> all about using that part of your tongue. Tongue tip. All right, that was mine. <laughs> um, so mine would be I actually just changed it. Um, but mine would be uh, dick management one hundred and one, <laughs> the art of juggling multiple dicks. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes like you're in you're in an orgy and there's like multiple dicks, but there's not enough women available at the time. So you have to manage, you know, okay, I'm gonna give this one a hand job, this one a blow job, or maybe I'm gonna do two hand jobs and a blow job. Mm. But that's you know an, a 201 course. That's an advanced course. It's advanced, yeah. I need yeah. to sign up for that <laughs> oh my god i could imagine what the final exam for that course is gonna look like <laughs> yeah I need, I need that course yeah <laughs> gotta manage sure, some dicks it's hard it's hard you need training yeah. it is we had a party one time where the the guy to woman ratio far outnumbered and I mean, like, I felt like I was clocking in to go to work. I was like, shit, it's yeah. a lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I love yeah, it. Babe. You want me to go? Oh, uh, mine would be the art of not saying anything stupid. And it would specifically be taught only to men. And it would go through when you're talking to a woman, how not to fuck things up by saying something that in your head sounds amazing, but as it comes <laughs> out, it does not. Yeah. That would oh be. Oh my gosh. We need to put together a list, Brenda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's so many men who's talked themselves out of pussy. Mm -hmm. oh. oh yeah. There was, uh, um, we were somewhere once and there was a, a guy that I'd been attracted to for a long time. Yeah, and, knows. First oh yeah. Year. Our first year. And yeah. I told Corey, um, I'm going to go say hi to him. And, and, uh, we danced for a little bit and, uh, probably about five minutes later, I came over looking like 
like I'd lost my best friend and Corey's like, what the hell happened? And I said, he, he said he wants to eat my ass raw. And Corey, <laughs> goes, <laughs> Corey goes, and, and I'm like, even if you wanted to, there's no reason to say that. Like, even if you want to try, that's fine, but you don't need to say it. Like, <laughs> First of all, like, what's the alternative to eating it raw? That's the that it's the know, raw. Like, does it have to be raw? <laughs> like, can you get... <laughs> what what are you supposed to put on your on well the done? ass before? I guess like, you could put some saran wrap. But then it's <laughs> just not fucking ass? worth it. I, I mean, don't know. okay, yeah, because yeah. some people like ass eating. Yeah, some people like yeah, but probably not raw. So, <laughs> that sounds like another class in our department. I will I will say that is one of like the worst disappointments. Like when you've been looking forward to like talking to someone or playing with someone and you haven't before, right? Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. just saw them and you're like, oh, they're so sick. Like I just ooh, I just wanna yeah. if I could just, you know, make it out with them or something like that. And then like you get the opportunity and it's real whack or they say something stupid, you're like, damn, like I waited for this. For this. Like, yeah, Corey's actually told like a like uh uh, a couple of single guys like looking when you head up to her, like, just don't say anything stupid. All right. Like, just like, like, that's my advice to you. Don't say anything stupid. Just right. let it happen. Yeah. Like, this is like dating one on one advice, though. Yeah. Just let the panties slip off. It's <laughs> <not gonna shit. laughs> right. uh, Man, um, I had a difficult uh, time with this question. I just I couldn't think of anything, really. So I'm at the pass on this one. No classes? From no, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. because, no, <laughs> sir. I'm have so, no, sir, I'm, I'm going to, no, because, Corey, I, I know you have some skills here. So <laughs> how many women have you taken down in a single night? Just what, what's been the record for you? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Dude, that's a class. How the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> How the fuck do you take down eight? I've never even come close to that. How do you take down eight women? Um, wow. Usually when I go to a party and I know... I don't think he wants you to teach the class now. No, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> writing the syllabus for the class as you're speaking. Um, because now, Usually when I go to a party what, what is and, your I, technique? And, I the, and I see the guest list... <laughs> right and I'm, like, and, I'm, and I'm like and i'm like marking them off in my head i'm like okay i want to play with her, 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 her so i'll take some some uh some help let's, okay let's say that yeah. i will take some help some insurance mm -hmm. so that when i'm done knocking down the first one mm -hmm. i'll be able to go again very quickly mm -hmm. so all right yeah i mean so it's just that's that's all it is Corey's Corey's course is dick insurance. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's what one. his course is. That's a good one. That is a good it's one. Dick insurance, making now, sure you're still able to perform under pressure. Exactly. Yes. I just have a follow-on question. Okay. <laughs> so once you've evaluated the guest list, uh -huh. when you get to the actual party, like what is the what is the percentage of completion of your your guest list assessment to the actual party so if you identify, well, I eight identify on the guest list do you yeah, hit all I, eight because some of them might not show up Corey. Okay. no well it's usually I, I'll, I'll compile a list of women that okay i know i can play with her i'm gonna have to work on this one <laughs> and this one i don't know but i want to get to know okay okay so 
and and then I, you know, I compile that list. And then sometimes if I'm able to get the one that I had to put a little bit of work in, because I know I just, you know, then I'll knock one of the ones that I know I can get off my list. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if I get one of the women that I don't know, but that I want to get to know, then I can knock another woman that I've already played with and that I kind of can play with anytime I want off my list for that mm-hmm. night. So, so right. uh, there is a fucking algorithm. <laughs> there is. Right I, you have to have the, the right time management because you only have so much time. You only have so much time, so much energy. So right, and you can't you can't spend all the time on the women you don't know yet or the women you have to spend time with. Yeah, because you got to get right. that nut in. Right. So I would say if if there were thirty women on a guest list, and I knocked down eight of them in the night. You know, but that's a successful night. It's it's a very successful night. <laughs> but out of the out of the women that were on my list, I would say somewhere around 35, 40%. 35, 40%. That is that's, that's, that's pretty good. But it, it, good. It, yeah, it really depends on the number of people on the guest list. Right. So yeah. that's a hell of a conversion rate. Damn. Yeah, yeah it's not too bad. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I I, I I don't like to think that I have game. I just know how to talk to ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, <laughs> that takes you a, a long, long I lo- way. I love it. It's it's a shame because the folks that are listening to this are not able to yeah, see I'll, Brenda's like, face. Like, guys, when, like, when, when Corey, I'm like explaining this shit. I just I just talk to him. <laughs> I mean, if, if they're gonna say no, they're gonna say no. But I'm I'm still gonna talk to him. I'm just gonna talk to him and try and get to yeah. know him. So he, he's so he's so ridiculous. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, like, there's times where like me and my girlfriends will sit back and like just laugh at him in the corner, like <laughs> trying to put on the game, but it works because okay. just being me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really the secret. It, it don't, don't yeah. try to kick game. Just, just, just be you and have a conversation. I feel that's like it. you and Bomber would have a, a, a good time together. Cause I, th- I think we would very I similar. Th- I think they would. Yeah. You're bouncing oh, ideas man. off each other, you know, doing yeah. what men, what men do talk to each other and, Mm-hmm. Pick each other up and give each other a boost and confidence. Although I I don't know eight women I'd I'd be I'd be I'd tap out after like Listen. number four. Listen, <laughs> be like I, all right, Corey, it was it was a pleasure, I, but I gotta go home. So my dick after is like seven, four. after number seven, number eight came, and it I want to say it was a woman that I had been wanting to play with. Oh. Okay, so I had to make it happen, even though I was dead tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is that is gold. Okay. Dick insurance. All right, we got some good classes. Um, <laughs> we'll see if any of the local universities will take our uh, take our tips there. So, third question, third random, third and final random ass question: If you could create a vaccine to prevent a problem that was common in the lifestyle, I'm laughing because I already know the answer. Um, what would it be called, and what problem would it solve? So I'll go first. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how commonplace this problem is, but I've run into quite a few lazy swingers. Mm. So my vaccine would cure the lazy s- swinger gene. Not just <laughs> you, babe. You know, and, and what I define as a lazy swinger is someone that really doesn't want to put any effort into giving head. <laughs> really oh, doesn't want to put any effort into like riding the D. Or mm-hmm. they just want to lay there, and it's like, come on, oh, let's let's yeah. do something. Oh, you're talking about women. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So women who know how to. Okay. So that's that's that that would be a good. It'd be it would be a, like an upper. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> and and it would not cause dry mouth. You want to make sure that no. that is. Yeah. That <laughs> is dry the case. anything. Um, so I I didn't I don't know I didn't ask like what you guys prefer in your play. Um, so that so 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 Corey just answered a few questions for me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we uh we like uh, we obviously like. Well, he was gonna ask us some questions. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, Full. go ahead, Bob. No, I yeah, no, I was gonna ask about like so now I was gonna go a little deep. So like like so the ass eating thing wasn't wasn't your it didn't sound like that was your thing, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't eat ass. All right. So I eat some pussy. <laughs> I ate the hell out of some pussy. All right. I ass. <laughs> and, and Brenda, you're a fan of the pussy eaters, I'm assuming. I am. I am. But um, sometimes there are guys who um, they spend too much time down there and they really don't they know sure what they're do. doing. Mm -hmm. And so I have a, like a short tolerance for it and the fingering like i'm not into finger banging uh mm. um like I, I i just want some dick like <laughs> oh yes yeah. i love it i'm gonna dream about that that quote tonight uh, <laughs> um but yes you and uh the bell have a lot in common there mm -hmm. <laughs> um okay so vaccine um well, Brenda, Brenda, what's your vaccine? Yeah, what is your vaccine? Oh. So my vaccine is uh, lymph no more. And that would be <laughs> something that's taken by women to where when a dick touches their vagina, it instantly gets hard. Um, oh, that's, yeah. Holy crap. I love it. That would be that amazing. Would be, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Instant dick hardness is definitely exactly. needed. <laughs> Sorely needed. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, I don't know what the what the uh, title of this vaccine was, but it was the vaccine that would give guys game. <laughs> so some kind of game and charm, um, you know, because what works for the bell is humor. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. and women like this isn't like rocket science. Like, yeah. I haven't met a woman yet who doesn't like a guy with a good sense of humor and makes yeah. her laugh. Like, if you make the bell laugh, like you're winning. Mm -hmm. um, some guys just are are not like that. I feel like there is a um, uh, there is there are a group of guys who are trying to be way too cool. Like really trying to be, they'll come in the club with their fucking shades on and shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like they forget, like yo, just just be a little goofy, just look, look, like tell some jokes, like do something. Um, yeah, don't take yourself so, too serious. Exactly. Thank you, Corey. That's exactly what. I mean. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that probably be the the title of my vaccine is okay. yo have some game, have some charm, have some humor. They'll get a shot at the front door. Yeah. yeah, with some paperwork, <laughs> it'll last for at least ninety days. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think my vaccine would be called um, thirst quencher, oh. and it would prevent guys from being overly eager. Because <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves. Like, I want you to be into me, but mm -hmm. I don't want it to be so much that, um, like you, you're you're annoying. <laughs> you know yeah. now, at what point does it get to that point good question Corey. so 
<laughs> about the third time that you've told me, oh, I'm, you're so beautiful. Like, I can't say thank you again. Like, what, what am I going to say at this point now? Oh, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Like, no. Oh, you just um, told me that. <laughs> right. You literally just told me that two minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, so if you have no other conversation, um, I, ha- I have nothing for you. I feel you. Yeah. So I would, that would be mine. Like the thirst quencher, okay. just something to mellow them out, you know, mm-hmm. quell those nerves. Cause I think a lot of times it's guys being nervous. Mm-hmm. Right now there's a little bit of a wrench here. So, so I'll, I'll acknowledge that. Like, I, I know I'm not alone on this one and the, both the bell and I just, we're not good at responding to compliments all that no. much. Like it's, it's awkward. Like if you tell me like I'm a great person, I don't know what to say to something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. But this is compounded by the fact that we have these podcasts, like you guys have a podcast. So if somebody runs into you guys and like, not only do they see how attractive you are, but you have this podcast and they're like, Whoa, man, I listen to your show. Like you guys are great. Like, it's like, thank you. And then they come back to you again and say the same thing. And like, yeah. oh, I saw you guys on, on the cover of a magazine. Like you guys, I probably did it like three times myself. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that can, be, that can be really tough. So I don't know if you guys have yeah. to deal with that at all. Yeah, we, we've, done, we've dealt with that a few times. Yeah. And yeah, I don't even know how to deal with it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, how do you guys deal with it? Because I don't think we have really even we're kind of awkward about it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i I think we're awkward too um you know i we're regular people (laughs) yeah yeah. that's that's the thing um and and with the caveat like i love meeting people who listen to the show um Mm -hmm. and who enjoy the show and have learned something i love that it's it's you know it's amazing that you know i said something something that somebody like took something from um and so i I love meeting people from the show but it can be overwhelming um when you know people feel like like you're somebody but i'm I'm just a regular person who happens to talk about my pussy on the internet Um, so so when when people you know are enamored and they want to you know say all these things it's like oh okay Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I hope they're not having, they're not starstruck or anything like that. Yeah, I, I hope not. They just had a loss for words because they, you know, they don't, they don't know how to tell us that they want to mm-hmm. fuck us. Right, so, that too. <laughs> right, um, but I, I will, I will say this. So when somebody, because this happened at the house party a couple of times, when people come to us and say they like our show, um, and I'm giving myself away here. Um, and, and they're sort of just talking about how much they like the show. I'll start asking questions like, okay, so what, what was your, what was, what was your favorite episode? Like what, what was the last episode you listened to? Yeah. And, um, and then it'll become a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm not, now we're not talking about the compliment anymore. We're talking about like this topic. So sometimes, well, that's a good idea. you know, um, and so then, then you get to engage them in a conversation and then it stops being about you and more so about this topic. Um, mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that works, most of the time that works. Sometimes it'll get difficult when people say they listen to your show and they really don't. They like listen <laughs> to like one episode and they saw all your tweets or something. Right. Um, but even then you could be like, yo, what, what was the last tweet you, you saw? Like, you know? <laughs> um, 
So that that tends to work. It when when people keep coming up to you and saying the same thing over and over again, it doesn't yeah. work. But I I feel like I I have a bit of an advantage because I'm I'm still like I'm I'm still the man. I'm still sort of in this space where. I have to be somewhat of the aggressor and the one who carries the interaction. Yeah. Um, whereas the bell, <laughs> like all these men are trying to be the aggressor and carry the, situ- the, the, the interaction and they don't do very well because they're starstruck. Right. right. Um, so, or they, they, because the bomber talks about like what I like, um, you know, what kind of guys I like, what kind of interactions I like. They assume they know how to get me to fuck them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay. they'll like try to put all those. They'll put on a show. They'll put on Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Let me be what she uh, like. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> uh, and it, 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 never, it never works out. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, you, you know, you've said over, I mean, you've said multiple times you, you, you orgasm through intercourse. So a lot of guys are probably out there like, oh, I got some dick for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't quite work out that way. You still got to charm the girl. You yep. got to charm the people. Play other areas before you get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, I really appreciate you guys chatting with us this evening. Yeah. Um, I hope that this Corona thing ends so that at some point you know you guys can come up to our area in the dc area and or you know i i would say we we really want to come back to florida one of the main reasons we want to come back to florida is because we want to go to trapeze in florida now i don't think that's in central florida though no that's uh further south about three hours yeah this is in fort lauderdale yeah right there's somewhere else too but secrets. Caliente. Caliente is the other one. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we got to check out what's going on in Florida after the apocalypse has ended. (laughs) (laughs) After we get our act together. Right. Right. I mean, you guys are are literally practicing herd immunity. Um, (laughs) So you guys might be in a safe spot, uh, you know, a few months down the line. Um, but yeah, but no, we really appreciate you guys. So can you tell our uh, listeners where, where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, thank you for having us on the uh, black and kinky podcast. This is Corey and Brenda of the mixed nuts podcast. Uh, you can find us at mixnuts.com. That's two X's and two Z's. And we are also on all the major podcast podcast platforms as well as some of the lesser known platforms. So you can, you can check uh, us out on Twitter Mixed nuts, two X's, two Z's. Instagram is mixed nuts, two X's, two Z's, 19. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. once again, you know, mixnuts.com, all our information is there. Mm-hmm. And we'll have everything down in the show notes as well. Yep. Yes. So you guys can holler at uh, Brenda and Corey and check out their show. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Black and kinky, black and kinky. Black and kinky lifestyle.